Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for your teaching, for the revelation of the Holy Spirit to have the understanding, the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Today, may you teach all of us, Lord, by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. The right and perfect answer to a million questions come from the subject led by the Spirit of God. Many of us who are adults live our life day by day without having anybody to talk to or to ask questions or to get the advice because sometimes we don't want other people to know our personal business or personal struggling issues. Therefore, we tend to make our own decision and get on with life without godly counsel or without even talking to God. As we have the habit of making our own decision, we don't even know that we cut God off from our life and we never listen to Him. Children can go to their parents, Daddy, Mommy, what should I do? What should I eat? Children can ask parents. But when you grow up, you live on your own now. You're not living with your parents any longer. And you tend to make your own decision. You think that you are smart enough to make your own decision. But many times, because we make our own decision, we miss God. And we make a mess. We get into big trouble. We get into difficulties. And then we blame God and we blame other people. Because we are using our own mind to make decisions to get the answer for ourselves. Some of us are new believers or baby Christians. And baby Christians tend not to listen to God because they think they know a lot already. Baby Christians tend to gravitate toward one another and give advice to one another without knowing the Word of God, without knowing the Holy Spirit. And that is dangerous. My dear brother and sister, don't give advice to anybody if you are not sure that is biblical and it comes from the Lord 100%. Because you can mess people's up, people's life up. You can lead people astray if you don't really know the Holy Spirit or know the Word of God. We have to be very careful. There is the right and perfect answer for every question. And there is the right solution for every problem in life. And who knows the right answer? Who knows the right solution for every problem and every question in your life? I want to tell you, the Holy Spirit knows everything about everything. He has all the answer for every question you have in your life. The real problem is not the problem you face. The real problem is that 
we don't ask him we don't connect to him we don't check on the inside he is inside here we so busy doing our things we just so smart and we think that we can make our own decision and we never ask the holy spirit for the answer of every situation in our life today i would like to talk to you about asking the spirit first everyone say asking the spirit first the bible say that god blesses those who obey him when we talk about obedience we don't talk about spiritual thing we talk about natural thing if you obey the word and obey the voice of the holy spirit he shall bless you he shall prepare the way for you he shall bring in the resources he shall bring people to help you to do things therefore obedience is important how are we going to obey him if we don't know the word how are we going to obey him if we don't ask him what i should do how i should do it what is the answer for this situation this is the way we should live we should check in with the holy spirit everything we do and we decide to obey him so that we can be blessed i believe that many of us have this kind of thought before it would be so great if i could have walked with jesus see him face to face sit at his feet and ask him many questions it would be so wonderful if i could walk behind him and see him perform miracles in front of my eyes wow any time i have question i can go to jesus and i can ask him for the answer would it be good to do that the disciple did that the disciple followed jesus the 12 disciple followed jesus everywhere every time they came up with a question they could ask jesus directly it was, was so wonderful matthew chapter 13 10 to 11 the bible say and the disciples came and said to him why do you speak to them in parables he answered and said to them because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven but to them it has not been given as believer we have the right to receive the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven but we need to ask god jesus loved his disciple he did not ignore their questions he took the time to answer their questions every time they asked he answered matthew 13 36 to 37 continue to say then jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house and his disciple came to him saying explain to us the parable of the tares of the field he answered everyone say he answered god like to answer us and said to them he who sows the good seed is the son of man you can see here whenever the disciple asked the lord jesus a question he did not ignore their question he answer that question he would do the same thing to us today when we ask god he will give us the answer the disciple asked jesus to explain about thing all the time 
Matthew 18 verse 21. Then Peter came to him and said, "Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Up to seven times." Again, Peter asked the Lord Jesus the question. My dear brothers and sisters, if we could walk with Jesus today, if we could have gone back to 2,000 years ago and walked with Jesus all the time, and we have any question in our mind, we could have gone to him and say, Lord, what do you think about this? How should I cast out demons? Oh, people ask me questions. What is the answer, Lord? You can ask him every question you want to. One by one, though. He cannot answer everyone at the same time. It would have been great to do that, to walk with Jesus 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It would have been wonderful to see his deliverance, to see the power of healing through his hand. Wow, it would be wonderful. But what happened is, Jesus one day told his disciple, Hey guys, I am leaving. I am leaving. Wow. The 12 disciples got very upset and very sorrowful. They thought, who is going to answer our question from now on? Wow. If I cannot cast out demons, who is going to tell me what to do? Wow. If I come up with the question of how to do the ministry, what should I do? I understand that feeling because many years ago in 1988, an apostle came to the U.S. and asked me to start the church. At that time, I did not know much. I did not know the Bible that much, but I obeyed the Father to start the church in my house, at the basement of my house. While the apostle was here, oh, so good. He knew a lot of the Bible. I can ask him any question. But by Monday, he flew out back to his country. And I remember that the sky looked yellow that day. Because I looked up and said, Oh, now I am alone. I cannot ask him questions anymore. I have to run this church. I did not even know how to lead worship. I could not even preach in English yet. I was preaching in Thai with translation. Somebody translate my preaching from Thai into English. So I knew that I was not ready. I knew that I needed help. And I think that it was the feeling of the disciple. Wow, Jesus, you are leaving. We are very concerned that we would not get any help. Please don't go. You remember one time the disciple could not cast out demons? And they came back to Jesus and say. Jesus, we could not cast out demons. What should we do? And Jesus said, Oh, you are people of little faith. This kind of demon, you need to fast and pray. See? What do we do when we face problem? I need the answer. I need the advice. But look at what Jesus said in John chapter 16, verses 6 to 7. But because I have said this thing, this thing means I'm going, I'm leaving. To you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper 
will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Jesus was talking about the Holy Spirit. Jesus said that it is your advantage that I go away, because when I go away, I can send the Helper to you. Let me read from Amplified Bible the same scripture. But because I have said these things to you, sorrow. Has filled your hearts, taken complete possession of them. However, I am telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable, good, expedient, advantageous for you that I go away, because if I do not go away, the Comforter, the Counselor, Helper, Advocate. Intercessor, strengthener, stand by. The Holy Spirit has many names, has many ministry here. Will not come to you into close fellowship with you, but if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you. How can we believe that it is better for the Holy Spirit to be in us? Than to walk with Jesus face to face, it takes faith to believe that it's better for us. It is more advantageous to us to have the Holy Spirit living inside us all the time. Better than walking with Jesus two thousand years ago. He is our comforter. He is our counselor. He is our helper. He is our advocate. He is our standby, intercessor, and strengthener. He is everything that we need in our life. This is the good news. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. Every one of us have the Holy Spirit all the time, twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, everywhere we go. Even in our kitchen, on the airplane, at the Waikiki Beach, while I'm snorkeling to see the fish, the Holy Spirit is with me and tell me what to do. Even how to put the snorkeling mask on, the Holy Spirit tell me. Yesterday, I was two days ago. I was snorkeling and the water leaking. I got a new mask, the brand new mask that nothing in the mouth anymore, just the whole face, and the waters keep leaking in. So I asked the Holy Spirit, "What should I do?" He told me how to put the mask on, and I got it. I was able to swim without leaking of the water into my face. The Holy Spirit is with me all the time. Amen. Many people follow Jesus. Many people wanted to listen to Jesus, but the fact is, Jesus was not on earth as an omnipresent God. He was on earth as a man. He was there at one place at one time. He could answer the question of one person at a time. He was not able to answer all the questions of everybody around the world at the same time. One person would approach Jesus at one time, ask one question at a time. The other people have to sit around and wait in the queue. For the next 
question. So Jesus was able to help people, but with some limitations. But Jesus said that I'm going to go away. When he said I'm going away, the disciple might have, might have thought, "Wow, all the wisdom, all the knowledge, all the power." All the healing power would have been gone with Jesus to heaven. Now we're gonna be left alone, helpless here. But Jesus said, "No, no, 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 no! You are not left alone, helpless. I will send to you the Helper, the Strengthener, the Holy Spirit, who will be in you forever, all the time. Answer your question anytime, anywhere." On earth here, the Holy Spirit live on the inside of us. Everyone, point to yourself. The Holy Spirit live in here. Why you are asking the Holy Spirit for the parking spot? Turn right or turn left. Your brother can ask the Holy Spirit at the same time how to teach his children at the same time. Your question about parking. Spot may not be as important as how to deal with children, but your question would not intervene or interrupt your brother's question and fellowship with the Holy Spirit at the same time. All of us can fellowship with the Holy Spirit and ask Him question at the same time. That's why it is more advantageous that Jesus went away and sent the Holy Spirit to be in us and with us. All the time, John chapter fourteen verse sixteen, the Bible say, "And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper." Parenthesis. I add on this one from Amplified Bible: the Comforter, the Counselor, the Helper, the Advocate, Intercessor, Strengthener, and Standby, that He may abide with you forever. Everyone say forever. The Holy Spirit. Abides with me forever. John fourteen twenty six. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Counselor, Helper, Advocate, Intercessor, Strengthener, Standby, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Why Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was there alone. In that hour, the disciple could not ask Jesus any question, could not ask Jesus to help them, because he was in the Garden of Gethsemane by himself. Why Jesus was on earth, one person at a time can talk to Jesus, can get Jesus lay hand on. Is that right? Just one person at a time, and not in every city. Only in that city. But now, the Holy Spirit is everywhere with us. You can be in Taiwan. The Holy Spirit is with you there. He is everywhere. Let me ask this question: Was it possible for Jesus, while he was walking on earth for thirty plus years? Was it possible for him to teach everything of the truth of heaven, and also to everyone on earth in his thirty-plus years? No way. Is it possible for a man like me 
to teach everything of the Bible in my lifetime to everyone on earth. It is impossible. It was impossible for Jesus, and it is impossible for me either, because we are limited by knowledge and understanding. But one person, the greater one, lives in the inside of you all the time. He can teach you all things, not just only the Bible. He can teach me how to put. The new snorkeling mask on my face. He can teach you how to make a cookie. He can teach you how to fix the car. He can teach you how to use the computer. He knows everything about everything. You should depend on the Holy Spirit a lot. Unfortunately, most Christians don't know that they have the Holy Spirit. Most Christians don't even know how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Not only that, He can teach you anything; He can bring to your remembrance what the Father have taught you last year, ten years ago, or what the Lord spoke to you many years ago. He can bring to your remembrance what God spoke to you. Is that wonderful? Maybe God give you a new job. And when you look at the job description, you say, "Ooh, how can I do this?" Yes, good salary, but this job is so difficult for me. Don't panic. The Holy Spirit can teach you to handle that job if you depend on Him. Maybe you need to know that how to handle your teenagers, how to handle your kids. He has the right answer for you. How to handle them? Jesus cannot answer everyone at the same time, all over the world. But the Holy Spirit can answer any question, any time, all over the world at the same time. While you are asking Him how to fix the electricity in your house, He can teach another young man, another young man in the church, how to do the homework. He can teach anybody at the same time. Some of you, wife, you may not trust your husband to fix something. Maybe the stove is broken. You may not trust your husband, but I tell you, you can trust the Holy Spirit. You can learn from Him. He can teach you anything. You can trust Him anything, anytime. Is there anything on earth that the Holy Spirit doesn't know? No. He knows everything. He knows how to handle teenagers, parents. If you don't know how to handle your teenagers, turn to the Holy Spirit. Check on the inside of you. Ask Him what you should do, what you should say. Maybe one little word, one little action that the Holy Spirit gives you the key, turn the situation around and make a big difference in your teenager's life. Because you listen to the Holy Spirit instead of using your mind, your intellect, and your flesh. This thing happens to every aspect of life. Little answer from the Holy Spirit can make a big difference in your life. Amen. That's why it's so important to ask the Holy Spirit or to check on the inside of you all the 
time. Even little issue of your life. You need to learn how to trust God every day to teach you everything, different things of your life. Yield to the Holy Spirit in every circumstance, in every situation. Turn to Him inside and say, "What do you think? What should I do?" He can show you many things that nobody else knows. You will not make mistake. No one can take advantage of you. You will never miss God. You will not lose money. You will not lack good understanding. And people may think you're so smart, and you say, "No, I'm not smart. I have the greater one on the inside of me." You may have a lawyer. Actually, I plan to call my estate lawyer soon because I want to sit down with my kids. What I need to do with my estate and my money if I pass away? I can have a lawyer to help me, but you need to do your homework. You need to read all the documents, all the fine prints carefully, and before you sign it, you check with the Holy Spirit on the inside. Maybe the Holy Spirit say, "Don't sign it. You're gonna get into trouble." Or maybe the Holy Spirit tell you, "Don't give your social security number, because there are crooked people. They want to do the identity theft to your you." Maybe He say, "Don't invest into that, because you're gonna get into trouble. Don't associate with that guy. He want to rip you off. Who knows? You don't know the future." People can be so nice. People can even act very spiritual and godly in front of you and quote the name of Jesus. Oh, I know the Bible, but he wanted to rip you off. Who knows that he wants to rip you off? The Holy Spirit on the inside of you. You need to check with him everything first. Check with him first. Amen. Everyone say, check with him first. Everything. Wow. <laughs> Can we walk the spiritual walk that way? Check with him first. Everything. Amen. You may not know how to fix a particular problem, but the Holy Spirit knows the best and the right way to fix it. Even little things in your life. And if you can do that, you will save a lot of times, energy, and money. Unfortunately, we are living in the world full of business of life, especially in America. I notice that farmers and people who live up country they tend to hear the Holy Spirit better than people who live in the city like this. You know why? Because in our life we are so cluttered and blocked by. The natural things. We have so many things going on. Oh, I need to buy the ticket to fly there. I need to cook for my children. I need to get my children ready to school. Oh, I need to pay my bills. Oh, what should I do? My wife's birthday is coming up. Where should I go to have dinner with her? Oh, I need to change diaper. 
so many things coming up all the time, all day long. The phone call, the TV, the radio. Oh, nowadays you notice one thing: people on the phone all the time, all the time, on the smartphone, looking at the YouTube. I was on the airplane on flying back yesterday. When I walked by the aisle, I looked right and left. Everybody on the movie pad that they, they sell ten dollars, they they rent ten dollars, and some on the phone all the time to watch the game, the game, game movie all the time. We are living in a very busy world. Our mind is going on something going on in our mind all the time, talking to our head all the time. And what happened? We don't listen to the Holy Spirit. Because we're too busy on the inside here. Our eyes too busy, our mind too busy with the natural things of life. How many people admit that this is the real, tr- the, the, the real thing happened to you and me? Me too. This morning I woke up, suddenly phone call come from the operating room. Oh, one of your patients is sick. She wants to cancel the surgery. Oh, okay. I have to call her, call the hospital, back and forth. All the time, things coming up all the time in our life. His voice will be clear. If you learn how to set those things aside and listen to God, clear your mind, put it away for a while, put it on the shelf, don't think about many things at the same time, and just sit down and listen to God. Our lives are full of things. Kids, works, TV, radio, Google's, Computer, so many things going on all the time. Checking, internet. A lot of things happen all the time. Two days ago, I pay something and I forget to get the receipt. And I'm concerned that they're going to charge me more than that. You know what I have to do? I have to go to my bank account, look at my credit card. Did they charge me the right number? Because I don't have the receipt. You see, all the time I have to think about this to protect my finances. So all the time we have something going on. Therefore, if those things are too loud, too cluttering, uh, cluttering, too barking, too much in your mind, you will never hear the Holy Spirit. And then you make wrong choices and you get into trouble. People cannot give you the right answer all the time. The best person to give you the right answer is the Holy Spirit. Then you will not make any mistake. Amen? Therefore, please, find some time to sit down and listen to God. Pray. Read the Bible. Forget about other things. Forget about the house that you're going to sell. The customer wants to buy that house. Just put it on the side. Don't think about that too much now. Forget about that house that you have to repair, the electricity, about your customer. Just put it aside. And sometimes what happens is that you keep talking, but you never listen. Sometimes this is the way people pray. God, I need this, I need this, I need this. God, please help me, please help me. God, 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 I need answer. Keep talking, talking. So you keep talking, you never listen. The prayer of faith is like this. You talk to God, 
You present your request, and you just sit by faith. Sit still, be still, be quiet, and listen to the Lord your God. Amen. Amen. If you keep talking, thinking, analyzing, you cannot hear from God. Sometimes you just say, "God, listen to me. Listen to me," but you never listen to Him. We need to sometimes be quiet. Some people talk a lot. They keep talking. I used to be like that. I used to talk a lot, but I stop now. I listen more. I I stay quiet, so I can listen to people and I can listen to God. If you keep talking, you will never hear from God that much. You may face two situations that look identically the same. And you ask God the question, what should I do for this one and that one? They look the same. I tell you the truth. The Holy Spirit may tell you to do different things for the same similar situation. Don't use a formula. Always listen to the Lord. Even my surgery, when I perform surgery, the same kind of surgery, I need to listen to God. What should I do in this case? Because even though the same disease, it may be different details of the surgery that I have to perform. Amen. People may come to ask you, "Can you pray for me so that I can get healing?" Before you do it, what should you do? Check on the inside. Maybe Mr. A, God say, "Lay hand and say, "Be healed." When you turn to Mr. B, check on the inside. Maybe the Holy Spirit tell you. No, you tell him go home. Listen to the teaching about healing again and again until you get your faith up, and God can heal you Himself. I don't need to lay hand on you. Each case is different. How you invest money, everything, check on the inside. Next time, I will teach a second part of this teaching. I will show you the scripture. To inquire of the Lord, I will talk about King David next time. That everything I like King David, everything before King David did everything, he the Bible say he inquired of the Lord. He never jump in to do everything himself. He always inquire of the Lord. So we're gonna learn next Sunday, inquire of the Lord. Everyone say one more time. Check inside. Everyone say, ask the Holy Spirit who is inside me first. Ask Him everything. Amen. You're gonna save a lot of headache. It pays to ask Him first. It pays to check with Him first. It pays to get the answer from him first, because he knows everything, and he knows the future. Amen. I pray the Christians in our church, in this generation, will live this kind of lifestyle from now on. Check with him first. Everything, every deal that you have, every signature you're gonna sign, everything. Check with him first. Amen. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us 
very simple truth, but many of us have not practiced it. That is to realize that the greater one is on the inside of us, and the greater one can teach us all things, have all the right and the perfect answers and solution for us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to trust you more. Help us to learn to build the habits of asking the Holy Spirit on the inside first in every problem, everything we do, Lord. Father, may your Holy Spirit remind us of the things that you taught us through this teaching. Sometimes we are prideful, Lord. We think we can handle things ourselves. Lord, we want to be humble. We want to trust you, depend on you. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being our helper, counselor, comforter, standby, intercessors, strengthener, Oh Lord, we from now on will check on the inside first. Everything we say, everything we do, every advice we give to our children, other people, our spouse, every decision we make, every signature that we're going to sign, oh Lord, we're going to check with you first. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I would like to ask a very important question: Are you sure that if you leave this world, you will go to heaven? Are you sure that if tonight something happened to you, you will make it to heaven? I am sure. I make it to heaven. Because I have relationship with God, my Savior. I want to make sure that you will go to heaven. Amen. Heaven is real. So many people have gone to heaven. So many people have seen hell already, and they came back to write books. One neurosurgeon in the on the East Coast, he's a associate professor of neurosurgery. He's a neurosurgeon. He died and went to heaven, and he came back and wrote a book. I don't remember the name of the book. I have it in my home. Heaven is so real. In order to get to heaven, you need to be reconciled to the owner of heaven. The Bible says that every man, every woman is a sinner. A sinner means a person who run his own life, walk his own way. Stay away from God. I run my own life. I don't care what God says, even though God created me. In order to come back to God, we need to say, "I'm sorry, God. I have run my own life. Now you are my God, and please forgive me and wash my sin away. God forgive you by sending Jesus Christ to die on the cross to pay for your sin." I used to be a Buddhist, and I have to tell you, it's quite scary, because in Buddhist teaching, I have to pay for every 
sin that I make we call karma. If I kill one dog, I have to be born again to be a dog hundred times or something like that. I have to pay for every sin myself. And in my Buddhist belief at that time, I have to help myself. No one can help me. Even Buddha cannot help me because he's gone. He is in the tomb. He's gone. But after I came to know Jesus, oh, I feel so relieved because God forgive me. I don't need to pay for my own sins. Number two, my God is alive. Jesus is not in the tomb any longer. He is a living God. When I cry out to Him, He helped me every time. I serve the living God. I don't need to help myself. I have the Helper, the Lord, help me. Therefore, I want to ask you: Could you please join me to join the family of God to go to heaven with me? Amen. We don't know we have tomorrow or not. Many of my friends in Thailand, many of Pasada friends, we are in the 60 now, 60 plus years old. Many of them are gone already. They died. Unfortunately, most of them did not know Jesus. It's so sad. But I'm so glad I know Jesus. I'm not afraid of death. Amen. Give your life to Jesus. Receive his forgiveness. Very simple. Believe that God loved you. Believe that God wants to forgive you. Invite Jesus to come into your life. And from now on, walk with him. Let him become your Lord and your Savior. If you can do that, like what I did 38 years ago, you will have eternal life too. How many people want to go to heaven? Raise your hand up. How many people want God to be your God? How many people know that you have committed some sins? Me too. I raise my hand. <laughs> How many people want God to forgive you? Raise your hand up. Forgive you. Raise your hand. Okay, pray with me. Father in heaven, I realize that I have sinned against you. Lord, please forgive me. I turn away from my sins and follow you. I thank you, Lord, for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross to pay for my sins, to heal me, to bless me. Lord Jesus, I receive the gift of salvation from you. You are my Lord, Jesus. You are my Savior. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Sit on the throne of my life. From today on, you are my God. Heal me. Forgive me. Bless me, Lord. Strengthen me. Quicken me. Give me life. And give it more abundantly, Lord. From now on, Satan, 
is not my God anymore. Other gods are not my God. You are my God, Jehovah, the Father, El Shaddai, Adonai, my God and my Savior. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank God for teaching us today. How many people are going to put the teaching into practice? Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.